Was Connor Stallions on the sidelines for the Central Michigan-Michigan State game in week one? Jim Harbaugh sounds like he is actually getting a contract extension amid all of this, despite other reports saying that he was not going to. Michigan ranked in the college football playoff initial rankings. We got some reactions to that. All that and actually a heck of a lot more coming up on this episode of Locked On Wolverines. You are Locked On Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Tuesday. By the time you hear, see this, it will be Wednesday, but Locked On Wolverines podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. I am your man on the ground, Isaiah Hole, publisher of Wolverines Wire through USA Today Sports Media Group. Uh, wanted to kind of wait to see how the day unfolded before we kind of did this podcast that we had the Late night press conference. It went super late. Uh, so to the point where we actually got a couple players reaction to their uh, to the rankings. Uh, but we're going to start off first with this uh, supposed news that uh, Connor Stallions was on the sidelines for the Central Michigan uh, Michigan State game. And you are all going to hate me for this. But I'm actually not going to talk about it. I know I teased that I was going to talk about it. I was going to give my reaction. I know a lot of you are sitting there wondering. Uh, what, you know, what are the, what are those things that I've said that are going to drop? We're going to talk about that at a later date. You will understand why later and you can make of this what you will, but, uh, we're actually going to move right on. Yeah. That's kind of mean. I, I, I know it's that this actually, that actually was a little bit of pod bait. Kind of, kind of not really. You, you'll understand why in the, in the coming days or weeks or whatever. Okay. Trust me on that. So I do want to talk about, uh, uh, I, I will say it's, it's fun watching people uh, analyze earlobes and things of that nature, but uh, we'll get to all that. But despite all of that, I mean, Jim Harbaugh, according to Chris Ballas at the Wolverine, he was the first to report it, uh, that uh, it, it appears that Jim Harbaugh has been approved for his contract extension, which flies directly in the face of the report that came out Sunday night. It, the rescinded, I know people are going to say, well, you know, it's, you know, the matter of semantics. No, rescinded means it was taken back. They, they, they had a new contract that was taken back. Now you can sit there and say, well, maybe it was essentially taken back so they could revise it. That's certainly a possibility. But uh, I think it speaks volumes to the fact that if, if you have Santa Ono, Ward Manual and the Board of Regents supposedly unanimous in approving the contract as stated and that they are going to that to offer that to Jim Harbaugh and that he will likely sign it in the coming days. That being said, I mean, that speaks volumes about now that the, the NCAA has been to town, they've had their meetings, they didn't meet with coaches or staff supposedly, uh, but uh, they, they certainly met with some people in the brass. And Michigan walked away feeling like, all right, we're good. We're good to go. Now, you still see and hear a lot of people out there in the media that say this was this is clearly Jim Harbaugh's last year. There's no way he sticks around. If he does, it's just going to the hammer is going to come down. Uh, like I've said, uh, it, it's not the indication that I've gotten. Right. That's not the indication I've gotten whatsoever. Certainly, there are a lot of different things 
that uh, that are mitigating factors. You know, there are things that maybe I don't know about that could come out, right? Could there be any truth to this Ohio State film thing? I mean, I was vehemently told by multiple people that that is not the case. I do believe Ohio State believes that. Uh, but I, I think that if that was the case, right? Like if, if that was the case, I do not believe that Jim Harbaugh gets unanimous support in order to sign a new contract or even like, there, you know, there'd be a lot more defectors. There's just no way that they would let him if they believed that that was the case. And it's one of those things where there are a lot of people out there that are spreading that on the Buckeye boards and such like that. Um, it, it, why is it that they seem to be the only ones who know that is, would be my re- reaction. Could something come out and turns out that it's hundred percent true? It, it remains to be seen, right? I'm not in the building. I can't sit there and say, uh, say for a fact, right. But I can tell you that the people that I have talked to who would know have vehemently denied it. And that goes from before all of this. And I think that the biggest indication I should say before this scandal uh, became a thing, before any one of you had any idea this was coming down the pike, right? So I think that Jim Harbaugh going to be getting his contract extension offer is a pretty good indication of where Michigan feels like this is leading. Certainly there's going to be a lot of people that, in, that are out there that they have formulated their opinions, right? The narrative has been set and any information that dispels the narrative will not be accepted, right? Like once it's, it's kind of like the movie Dogma by Kevin Smith, Chris Rock talking about like, you know, it's one thing to have a belief. It's better to have an idea. You can change an idea. I, I would say that that's kind of the same thing that this is in terms of you've got a lot of people who believe it doesn't matter. You could, you could have video of Ryan Day and Urban Meyer and Mark D'Antonio sitting around a fire pit, conspiring against Michigan football, pulling in their Matthew Lillard as from his cameo in hackers. It wasn't more than a cameo, but like making a cameo in this video and being like, hack the planet and going and hacking Michigan and uh, being like, I found it. Here's all the evidence you need to, to make Michigan look bad. And we, you know, and all of this and FBI sitting by saying, Oh, that's illegal what they did. Uh, but we're going to let it slide because I hate Michigan. You could have all that on video and and also, I, I don't know. It would just be one of those things where there'd be a large group of people that would be like, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. That's going to be kind of the upward battle from here uh, is Michigan's not likely to be cleared of full wrongdoing here. I'm going to state that up front, right? Like that's... There is some clear, I don't want to say clear wrongdoing because there is a gray area. And I, I just don't believe that Michigan's going to escape the NCAA completely. I don't. There is going to be some kind of punishment one way or the other. Whether it's to Jim Harbaugh, I don't believe that will probably be the case. But certainly there is the rule that, um, that he must be accountable for everyone, what everyone's doing in the program. I think that since that rule took place this year, that certainly if they are trying to get him in one way, shape, or form or another, like we've talked about with Burgergate, I think that that gives them an opportunity. I think more likely than not, obviously, Connor Stallion's probably no longer with the program, probably gets a show cause and uh, goes and does something else, right? And maybe there's something else that 
is like a fine or something like that. But those wishing, barring there being something that I don't know about or their worst fever dream actually coming true, I don't believe that there is going to be a massive, massive punishment. Maybe there is. Maybe I'm wrong, right? I'm not. I don't have any idea of what the NCAA is sitting on. But all I do know is that contract extension that that indicates at least what those who control the University of Michigan, not just the football program, not just the athletic department, but the University of Michigan feel comfortable enough in the leadership that they have in the football program where they say, you know what, we're going to do more than roll the dice. We're just going to go ahead and go all in. And considering there's millions of dollars at play, Jim Harbaugh likely to be the most the highest paid coach in the Big Ten. We'll find out if that is uh, what those numbers are eventually, of course. I think that that tells you that they're not bluffing. Watch what people do. That's usually a pretty good indication of things. Watch what people do. Not just what they say, but what they do. Michigan's reaction to this entire thing is, let's just stay on track and re-up our head coach. And certainly there will be people who won't believe it until he suits up uh, next year. And then it will be like, well, the hammer's still coming down. He's, gonna, he's as good as gone. It's just going to be the same thing over and over and over and over again. All right, we're going to continue on discussing just a litany of topics. We have too much to get to today. We are taking a little bit of a detour from uh, the allegations and all of that and discussing different things. Let's talk about the college football playoff rankings here in just a moment. Before we do, think about all the times that you have gone out and you have wanted to get tickets to your favorite event. Might be a comedy show. Who's coming next week? Someone's coming or this week on the third. I, I just I can't remember. <laughs> I know, really good talk. Uh, but uh, there, there's oh Tim Meadows is coming this week. I'm like man, I kind of want to go see Tim Meadows Friday night. Grand Blank, I think. Maybe it's not Grand Blank. I don't know. It's somewhere, somewhere in the region. Uh, whether it's a comedy show, whether it's a concert, whether it's a sporting event, you might want to try to get tickets to Michigan, Purdue. Uh, there's so many different methods you, you can go, but the most reliable, the best one is game time. FYI, because you shouldn't have to worry about when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is fast and it is easy and you can buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with last minute, uh, killer deals. All-in prices, views from your seat, the best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Listen, I have told you about all the times that I have tried to go to like Pistons Eastern Conference Finals, Justin Bieber, where I ran into none other than Jim Harbaugh, who asked me if I had the Bieber fever too, huh? (laughs) And game time is an easy way to be able to get into those events that you want to go to. And the greatest part of it for me is not only that they have ticket deals right up to the start of the event, even an hour after after it starts, that could have been really useful uh, back when I got my, uh, got my tickets for Sarah and I to James Arthur. Wanted to sit somewhere different. Didn't work out. Uh, I mean, it's the place to find last-minute seats. You can find exclusive flash deals, sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy theater, more. There's zone deals. You pick the section, and game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. I'm absolutely using that next time I go to Broadway. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. So if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Use the code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create the account and redeem the code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute Tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. All right, we're going to talk. 
talk about the college football playoff rankings here in a moment. But before we do that, I actually want to uh, I, I do want to stay kind of on the, the this whole thing, right? The um, cheating, quote cheating, as everyone seems to be calling it, that is outside of Ann Arbor. Um, I was listening to I was actually supposed to be on this show. I'm not trying to slam them because that's just mean. But uh, listening to Sirius XM tonight, I mean, they're just slamming Michigan and uh, probably would have helped for me to be on to kind of have a little bit of disambiguation. But again, I don't know how much of their minds I would change. But it's just it's being thrown out, cheating, 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 cheating. And this accusation, essentially, that Michigan wouldn't be winning games. You know, I, I, I know a lot of people love to say, you know, oh, you know, they were terrible in 2020. And then look. No one seems to say the same thing about Penn State. I mean, Penn State wasn't great in 2021, but had injuries. No one seems to say the same thing about Penn State was really good in 2019, really bad in 2020, and uh, again, pretty good at least, uh, more so in 2022 than 2021. I mean, let's face it, the obviousness as far as why things changed for Michigan has less to do with sign stealing, legal or alleged illegal, and more so with player culture, having quarterback, execution, things of that nature. Having completely cleaned house as far as the assistants, changing from Don Brown to initially Mike McDonald, Jesse Minter, all of that stuff. And where am I going with this? It's Trevor Keegan. We spoke to him today. He got a barrage of questions about all of this, and he took exception, right, to this entire idea that Michigan wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for, quote, cheating, right? He says, like, it, it takes away from all of the hard work that we have put in, the conscious effort to completely change the trajectory of the program, doing the extra lifts, the extra work, going as hard as possible in practice, players developing, building depth, all of these different things. So I, I, I'm inclined to agree, right? Because, I mean, this, he really, I mean, this is, the, I will say this. Anyone who just looks at it and says, cheating, that's it. That's why. They don't know ball. I know that's a, that's a very fun thing to throw out there. They don't know ball. Sign stealing can be an absolute benefit. It's, you know, I'm talking legal sign stealing. Absolute benefit. But is it why you fully win games? No. There have been teams that I know for a fact stole signs of Michigan's and came where no, nowhere close to winning the game. Okay? You've heard me list the, those types of teams that are avid sign stealers. Pick one, right? Any of those. When, when I talked to my, my Big Ten source, that wasn't the first time I heard those names of the tier one teams, okay? Go back to last Wednesday if you don't know what I'm talking about. Um, it, it's you, you can't reduce it to one thing, right? We've said so many times that you can know. I mean, Deion Sanders flat out said this. You can have a team's playbook and still lose. Execution is something, right? One of the things I was talking to a colleague, I was talking to my best friend about this as well. It is just kind of this idea that you see, like I saw yesterday, you know, a lot of uh, rival fans, particularly Ohio State, trying to say that the reason why Aiden Hutchinson was able to bull rush Thayer Mumford the way he did against Ohio State, and mostly because 
Obviously, they're watching him go against him in the uh, in the Lions Raiders game last night. They said it's because oh he knows the blocking scheme. That's not how it works. Again, you guys, anyone who looks at it that way doesn't know ball. You're not getting the players are not getting this like oh they're running this play. Cool, let's do it. That's not how that works. It's just like the whole ball boys thing. It's just it's absurdity at its highest. The coaches might have a pretty good idea of what the play is across from them, so they call their own play the play that Michigan has installed and practiced, and they tell the players, you're playing this play. They're not, you're playing this play, and by the way, let me just communicate to you really quick uh, from your film study, this is the exact blocking scheme they're running. Just FYI, I just want to throw that out there in the 30 seconds you have to set. Now, have that quick recall, go out there and do it. No, that's not even how it works. That's why it's just so absurd. It just non-knowers of ball, right? There's so many people that just want to just wipe away the last three years. I understand the impulse if you're a rival fan. Certainly there would be a lot of Michigan fans that would be doing the same thing if the shoe was on the other foot with another team. I would be the one sitting here and saying that's not how Stein ceiling works. <laughs> I know it's easy for me to say that because I'm I'm – not in that position, but it's like I've said time and time again, the, uh, like I've said time and time again, it's not Ohio state's fault that Michigan stole or that Ohio state rather stole Michigan signs in 2018 and 19. Like we have talked about for literally four years on this show, four years we have talked about it. It's Michigan's fault for not, adapting, right? Teams can do things. And I know there's rival people out there and saying, well, Michigan went above and beyond that. Okay. I want you to explain to me like I'm a child the benefit that doing what you can do tomorrow, you can come to me or not tomorrow, but let's say what you, you could come to Ann Arbor on Saturday. You can sit in the stands and you can take the video and you can send it to Ohio state. Tell, tell, you'll, you'll have to tell me how that works out, okay? It's part of it. You can know 100% what the other team is doing. But styles make fights in football. Michigan happened to create a style, not create, but, you know, and deploy a style on both sides of the ball that Ohio State struggles against. It just is what it is sometimes. We'll get better answers in November, right? If Ohio State absolutely thrashes Michigan, which I don't personally expect, then maybe you've got something. But as for now, I don't believe you do. So apparently we, we did that. So let's talk about the college football playoff rankings. Uh, and we're going to do that here in just a moment. Before we do, listen, NFL season's in full, full swing. The Detroit Football Lions are the best team in the NFL, and you know it. doesn't matter if you're a fan of another team. You could be a Chiefs fan. You could be a 49ers fan. Detroit Lions have Donovan Peoples-Jones now. So you, you couple him with Aiden Hutchinson. We're, we're in 2018, 2019 all over again. It's a wonderful, wonderful time of year. And guess what? You can cash in. You, you out there, you watching and listening. You can cash in this NFL season with FanDuel. It's America's number one sportsbook. 
Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's pretty pretty incredible. Any winning $5 money line bet, you're picking the winner. Just go for it. You get $150. <laughs> That's if your team wins. That's all it is. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get on the action. You get paid instantly, which is the best part. They got spreads. They got player props. They got overs-unders. Everything under the sun. NFL, college. Obviously, it's a college show, so you're going to want to dive into that. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Kick off NFL season. Continue continue on in college football season, whichever you want to do. But FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. I'm, uh, I've got my, I got ESPN screen up here. Just whatever Michigan stories they have. Just kind of looking to see what they have. Picture of Ryan Day on my screen. I take exception. Just like Trevor Keegan took exception to everything. I take exception to anyone who tells me that I look like Ryan Day. Listen, we both have, we both wear hats. We both have dark colored beards. Sarah says that we have similar eyes. That's it. All right. Like, it's like that meme. Stop sending me this ish. <laughs> I don't really care, but it's, it's, it's like, come on, Michigan fans. You really going to tell me that I look like Ryan day. It happens so much. Anyone, anyone ever tell you, you look like Ryan day. Not until recently. Okay. Not since he, until he grew a beard. Then suddenly it seems to be all I hear. Um, anyway, for those who watched uh, Monday's episode, I've, Looked in the mirror, I think, beforehand. I got the fuzzies that Zuri must have gotten on me out of my beard. So it was just keeping those for later. I, I pulled up the video and I'm like, I'm not re-recording this whole thing. <laughs> I'm just going to deal with the embarrassment. Um, Michigan ranked number three in the college football playoff rankings behind Ohio State at number one and Georgia number two. Fair, I guess. Ohio State does have the two best wins, supposedly, in the college football playoff. Uh, well, not the college football playoff, but in the in the season, because they've uh, again two best wins, right? Not one best win. Internet's not being kind to me for the moment, but um, let's see here. Let let me let me pull this up so that we can uh, discuss this with actual rankings. So. Ohio State has beaten number 11, Penn State, number 15, Notre Dame. Okay? Uh, Florida State has beaten number 14, LSU. Washington has beaten number 6, Oregon. Texas has beaten number 8, Alabama. And number 9, Oklahoma, but has a loss. Or sorry, they didn't beat Oklahoma. They lost to Oklahoma. I'm misremembering there. So, okay, fine, fair. You know, they've got two over anyone else's whatever. Still undefeated. I it, I just think it's funny because it's now it's resume, right? Now it's, oh, resume just means so much. Whereas before it was always like eye test. Resume is one thing, eye test. But it is convenient that suddenly eye test means, I mean, it clearly means something. Michigan's ranked number three. But if you watch Ohio State, at no point except for maybe, what was it, the... Western Kentucky game after like a quarter and a half, do they finally kind of look like, Oh, that that's a, that could be a really good team. Maybe. Right. 
63 points or whatever. Um, but outside of that, Ohio State has not looked like the best team in the country. Now, the good news for Michigan and Ohio State, and anyone that, you know, is really on this is some of these teams play each other, right? Michigan happens to play Ohio State, and Ohio State happens to play Michigan on November 25th. People have questions about what Michigan is capable of. Well, in a week and a half, we're going to find out when they go to Penn State. They'll be playing in Happy Valley. And if Michigan goes and just throttles Penn State, if they, make, if they do to Penn State like they have everyone else, or at least halfway to it, if it's not, might, maybe it's not like 49 to 6, but if it's like 35 to 7 or something like that, and you compare that to Ohio State, who played Penn State at home and struggled mightily for the majority of the game, then maybe you're cooking with gas. But Michigan's going to have little room for error because it's number three right now. Unless Georgia loses to Missouri, who's number 12 at the moment, I believe they play this week, Michigan's going to have very little room for error. It can't lose to Ohio State where it's currently ranked. It will drop below the others, assuming Florida State, which has the easiest schedule of the contenders, remaining uh washington has looked shaky but you know it has not a favorable schedule per se but not a super hard one either they have all all kinds of opportunity because washington's already played likely the most difficult team on its schedule in oregon and came away with a win people think oregon is maybe the best team in the country and yet they sit below so it's incumbent upon michigan to win out because if they would have had someone maybe better in the schedule earlier, then whatever. But like, hey, if Ohio State loses to Rutgers, guess what? Michigan's in great shape <laughs> because it dominated Rutgers. Now, do I expect that to happen? No, but they should have, unlike the cowards that they are, they should have ranked Rutgers. All, except for that would have just made Ohio State look incredible, right? Oh, if, they, if they do win, oh, they beat yet another ranked team. Look at how good they are. They beat Rutgers, <laughs> which would be the first time in history at least in Big Ten history, that anyone's used that as a bargaining chip. So, um, I'm fine with it. I'll tell you all the responses I saw on Twitter when I posted the rankings were a bunch of people saying good. You had Will Johnson who was like, yeah, I saw it. You know, Chris Jenkins kind of having the same reaction of like, all right, we see what you're doing here. This is a Michigan team that thrives having a chip on its shoulder. It's, Almost like Mark D'Antonio is an honorary coach for this team. Because they love them some shoulder chips. So, uh, I mean, heck, they both uh, Trevor Keegan and Chris Jenkins spoke at length about how much they, as, as despite all of the talk prior to the MSU game, we're not thinking about that. We're not thinking about MSU and all of that. And then they come out and are like, yeah, you know what? We were thinking about it. Breaking real quick. Uh, we're gonna end on this note. So there's two uh, there's there's two new reports. Jed Fish, new Connor. This is from Justin Esports. Jed Fish, new Connor Stallions, the Michigan staffer. Uh, oops, phone like to uh, close that out. Tweet's been deleted, so I can't see it. He denied that uh, he's been any kind of part of the program. Well, duh. That's that's what that gets to. Uh. Jim McElwain on the Connor Stallion scandal. I know his name was not on any of our passes. There's no place for that. So 
That's what that is at the moment. All right, that's going to do it for us today. We will continue to discuss all of these sagas that continue. Again, we'll talk about what we can talk about when we can talk about it. That day will be coming, okay? Stay with us. I, I know, I'm sorry for the pod bait, but it, it also wasn't pod bait if you, uh, you know, how to, I don't know. You can't, you, you can't see what I'm doing. You can't hear what I'm doing. <laughs> That'll do it for us today. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We will be back on Wednesday. Peace.